guys, it's Cammie. And it's Amanda. And we're... Basically Basic. Number 50. This is our 50th episode, you guys. We are so excited. So excited. And we are especially excited because human interaction right now is like gold. Liquid gold. You know what? I'm just... We are social distancing. We are. Well, yeah. We're We're six feet apart. We're sitting... But honestly... But I did hug you. I'm going to be honest. I hugged you. (laughs) I'm just going to call like it as I did hug you. And I'm not wearing a mask in my own house. No. You know what? Because... I'm a little bit over COVID. Guys, we are really over it. I would love to hear how you guys feel, but here's the here's the dilemma. Over it, but still having to like be, com- be compliant. Smart. Is that yes. the word? Okay, compliant? so yes, complacent. No, not complacent. Respect um, the CDC, respect all the people in this field that know better than me. Yes. However, I, this is the way I described it to a friend the other day. I'm like, I want to be smart, but at the same time, I, I'm not going to be bubble girl. No. Well, I think this is, and again, we'll talk about this because this episode is going to be specifically about postpartum. So exciting. Because, you know, I just had a baby, which we'll talk about. So exciting. I should do snaps because no one's in the class. Snaps for me. Snaps for my sweet baby, John Olson Avers. He's so cute. He'll be eight weeks next week, which is crazy. That is crazy. You know what's weird, though? Eight weeks is different than two months, I've realized. Totally. Which is not, well, it's like technically in my mind, it's not, but like he turns two months on July 20th, but he is eight weeks on on the Wednesday before. I don't, I mean, it's so confusing. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's not right. Weird. It is different. But anyways, eight weeks sounds smaller to me than two months. Yes. Two months sounds like a big So he'll be eight weeks and oh, then two months. Baby. <laughs> He's still a little baby, but we're talking about postpartum. But I feel like, you know, part of for me in this season, it's been like kind of that fine line of, I need to take this seriously, especially having a baby, yeah. being married to a doctor. I'm fully aware. Like, we're joking. Obviously, we're saying we're over it. Everyone's over Everyone's it, but, like, over we can't it, be over it because it's still a real thing. Totally. Um, but I also think there's also a fine line of being, like, I also am an extrovert who needs human interaction. And so even just for postpartum, my world has changed so much. And yeah. so gauging, like, how much human interaction can I do that's still safe but also keeps me sane. Yes, You know? And absolutely. so I've, I don't know how you've done it, but I've kept, like – my bubble of people just mm-hmm. very like insular like just small and mm-hmm. so it's been like my family and a couple of friends who mm-hmm. i've seen from the beginning yep. you included yes and we're just really like candid with each other of like have you been exposed to anybody have you done anything yep. like where you think you might be exposed and like if that's the case like let's take a couple of weeks off of seeing each other or actually the other day we were supposed to record this yeah. episode like last week or the week before i can't remember and Cammy was like, hey, I have to be super honest. Like, Stephen may have had a patient that had COVID. Like, he doesn't think it's smart if I come record right now. And I was like, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I totally get it. But just, like, that same being way. Being honest. Being honest and transparent, but not being, like, fearful at the yes. same time. And you then, know? like, I mean, it's poor Stephen. He's had to be tested, I think, like, multiple times he already. Has. Yeah. Does he have to get tested every day? No, like, not, he, he does, like, the, the basic testing like every day. Fever. Where, like, yeah, fever, yeah. all that. Um, I was telling Amanda earlier, like – just even in the past couple weeks, like the surge definitely has gone up. Like it, it is real. Like there's been way more people in his hospital with it. And so they're, what they asked him to wear is like so intense. So he has the N95 or whatever it's called. Like Which the, you cannot breathe in those. No, like I don't know how he does it. So that alone, so he has that on. Can then, we just take a moment for healthcare workers? Right? We, uh, snaps for you. <laughs> snaps for, literally, I don't know. Cause I don't know if I could do it. I just like no. have so much respect for anybody working in the hospital because you really are saving lives. You're saving lives and you're, every day having to go in being like 
I know that my risk is higher. Yeah. And, like, and, and bringing it back to your family. Yeah. It's like, that's the thing too, is it doesn't stop when they leave the hospital. Like Steven knows, okay, I'm, I'm coming home to my wife and my brand new baby. Like he has a whole other thing to think about. Right. And I just can't imagine how many families that this is affected to that are healthcare He truly workers. is like a superhero to me. Cause I'm like, talk about like the whole world changing. Like literally it was like third trimester for us everything shifted not only in our world of like we're about to have baby then we had a baby and like as anyone knows who's a new parent your whole world is just changes, like changes <laughs> um but then his job has really changed and yeah. so like you know like I was saying he wears that mask but then he also now has to wear as of like last week goggles and a shield so he literally looks like he's like how can they tell who you are I, no, they can't. <laughs> and that's actually been something that's been really um hard for him is like his what he like prides himself in as a doctor is his bedside manner and making Aww. sure that the patients feel and like just smiling, yeah, he's feel connected. Joyful. And yeah. so he's he brings a picture of himself to like show them like what he looks like and like. But really, Wait, I mean, that's his so I know sweet. his big thing is like to being able to touch people, just making them feel like yeah, felt, human touch. But yeah, he, he can't do that right now. Aww. And it is it's like hard because obviously he wants to do that for those patients, but yeah. he also has a baby and like a wife at home. It's you like know, a fine line. so it is again. It's that fine line, and I I've actually had a lot of new moms um, message me and be like, "How have you dealt with COVID, with um, pregnancy, birth, yeah. and postpartum?" And I, I will share my birth story today, which I'm excited yes, about. I can share so how that was related in in that, but because did COVID start in your third trimester? It literally we went on our baby moon, which was like March. the first week of my third trimester, and when we okay. came home, it was shelter it was, in place. Yes, so my whole third trimester to now to now. So really, all of your third and fourth, I call yeah, this the exactly. fourth trimester. Third and fourth trimester. So this is your third and fourth trimester has been COVID. Has been COVID. And just, yeah, being like, this is all really different and we're just navigating it. But I've had moms message me and say, how have you dealt with it? How have you dealt with the fear? And I think for me, because my husband is on the front lines, I've had to just cut fear off at the root. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, if I even let that in, like, let's be real, like, it's not a stranger that would bring it home more than likely it would be my husband, my husband yeah. you know, and am yeah. I going to not let him be close to us? Am I not going to, first of all, I need him right now, let's yeah. be honest, like, yeah. to all my single moms out there, you are literally superheroes. the biggest superheroes on this earth. I, I, like, I have said that all the time, how? like, single moms are incredible. Incredible. Like, how, 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 I don't know. I don't know. Um, and so I need him, he needs us, like, so I just have to, you know, let that fear go, yeah. but yeah, we're in a very weird time i i think i i think i texted you this but it was somebody oh i know what it was we so george sweet george my little boy turned turned one one. yes last week and he had like a first birthday that was planned and it was going to be small just like close friends and family but we have family that live in seattle and just people coming from out of town and we have two people that work in hospitals that would have come and like, we just basically prayed about it and thought about it. And we're like, you know what? We also have three elderly people that we see on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Like, right now, my kids are with my mom and my grandparents. Brought them donuts this morning. Like, so sweet. That's they so have, like, a sweet. whole tribe over there. But um, anyway, so we were trying to think of them, too. And, like, we're around elderly a lot. So it's like, I I don't have a lot of the fear that I think some people have about COVID. I mean, I have concerns for sure. And, like, I want to be careful and wash my hands and do, like, all I can do. But for the most part, we just pray for protection and that God would, you know, protect us in that. But at the same time, I also feel like I have to use my smarts and, like, think about the elderly people in my life. So anyways, all that being said, we decided to, like, just have his birthday party be, like, immediate family. And so it was super small. And um, I forgot where I was going with that. Oh, my gosh. I was telling a story and I can't remember. Was it just the difference of 
yeah, oh, what you're planning. Yeah, but I feel like there's going to be something else. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just, COVID has messed me up. <laughs> Honestly, COVID <laughs> has changed the way I interact with humans. Like, I'm like so excited to I see people. I already struggled with words and COVID has really come in. COVID is making really me fester hard. <laughs> We're figuring it out. COVID is making me fester. Truly. What was I going to say? I don't know. It was going to be something Normally about... I can read your mind, but right now, again, <laughs> haven't seen you in so long. I don't know. Truly. Like right now, it's just blank. There's well, nothing going well, on. I think the main thing we were getting at before we go into what we're talking about for our 50th <laughs> episode is that we still have so many things we want to process with you guys, with each other. Like, there's been so much about racial tensions. Yes. And there's an election coming up. There's, like, shelter in place. There's, you know, people being super afraid of COVID and then some people taking it not seriously Not serious at enough, all. yeah. And Which, those people scare me. I'm yeah, it's scary. I Yeah, it's scary... But no, no judgment. I just have some fears on both oh, sides. Oh, yeah. I'm like, can we – my opinion selfishly, I'm like, can we just take it seriously so we can move totally, on? Totally. Totally. Okay. Yes. You hit the nail on the head. I feel like my opinion is let's give up for one month yes. everything that we love to do so that we can have, like, a better year after this. Like, oh, yeah. Let's just, like, give up short term so we can have a better long term. I'm so with you. That's which, my goal. Which I feel like for – up until, honestly, a couple of weeks ago, I was honestly not bothered by it. I was kind of thankful for just, like, the yeah. rest and – for somebody who struggles with FOMO to have postpartum where I'm like, I can't really go anywhere anyways, but I know that nobody's doing anything. Okay. Can I tell you, can I tell you that I've specifically thought of you multiple times as a new mom that COVID. Okay. So I have several friends. I'll give two examples. You're one of them that I feel like has been blessed by COVID in a little way, like in some way. I'm going to be real. Yes. Okay. Because, which I think honestly, like, you know, COVID is real. I, the people that have like lost their lives, from it or who have gotten sick or if it's like really you know mess with your family I have like all the sympathy in the world but yeah. I do think there is some that it's been a little bit of a blessing for and for you it's that you are such a social person and you love like what's you know what people are doing and like loving being part of things and not just because of FOMO but because you genuinely that's just oh, who yeah. you are you genuinely are an extrovert like literally on the on what is it this the test oh, yeah, the you're 100% quiz we did yes Cammy is a 100% extrovert which you can imagine that's not normal I, never, I haven't met I mean I've met like some 90% extroverted right. but you were genuinely 100%. 100% so I had the thought when you're pregnant I was like oh my gosh I wonder how she's gonna handle like newborn life yes. because you can't just go 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 and I have literally thought of you because I'm like this is probably one of the best things that could have happened to her it's like no other time has the world shut down no like it has now and for it to happen while you're a new mom there's there's not a better time for the world it was to the weirdest down. thing because the first like the, the beginning it was like third trimester it, it forced me to slow down yes. which I needed so because it provided rest yes and then now it's been like I don't have this fear of like missing out which i realize i really need to deal with anyways i feel like the lord's like brought that up of like that shouldn't even be a thing first of all yeah but it is like this nice thing of knowing you know what like i have this set aside season that i it is a fourth trimester Mm -hmm. it is something i need to like commit to resting and and Mm -hmm. to soak in these moments with olsen that like he's growing and changing every day yes but i also don't have this thing of like all this is happening because it's not but it is such a blessing because well number one i i also do feel like the Lord and myself included and a lot of people is like wanting to uproot a lot of things because that's just what happens when Mm -hmm. we're like still and being forced to rest because I feel like human nature we're not very good at like uncertainty and we're not very good at just like being uncomfortable you know and like sitting in an uncomfortable place and I do feel like the Lord is going to bring a lot of fruit from a a lot of people's lives in that way like mine included just having to sit and deal with things but I do feel like it's funny how it has... He literally took the FOMO option away. Oh, like, yeah. It's it was not like, even a thing. Yeah, it's not even a thing. No. Like, that's such a blessing. But I love I love that you said, like, about just sitting in that uncomfortableness. Because I think 
that is like probably one of the positive things I've seen globally from this is like we say the word like racial tensions Mm -hmm. or like there's tension from this but I feel like these things are being like revealed and Mm -hmm. uprooted that Mm -hmm. like are uncomfortable in every way and like are tense and like need to be brought to light and I I've had more time and I feel like everyone feels this way because we're forced to be still we're forced to stay home I feel like people are having time to like process these things more and even go more internal and and ask yourself like the tough questions like Mm -hmm. I've had tough conversations with myself of like Mm -hmm. with race stuff like Mm -hmm. wow where have I been like or where have I stood on this before yeah where have I been prejudiced that I didn't even realize Mm -hmm. or where have I been privileged and I I didn't even count as privilege Mm -hmm. and like you know, working with New Horizons, I feel like I've been more aware in the past, like, five years than I've ever, ever been. been. But then yeah. this was, like, another level. And, mm-hmm. like, and there's just – or same thing with, like, where your face at. Like, where am I normally turning to, like, people or my job or these other things for my identity that now I have to, like, just go to Jesus because yeah. I'm, you know, not able to get my identity from anywhere else. So, I don't know. I think it's, like, all these things. And, and Amanda and I both have been, like, wow, we have – so many people in our world that we want to bring in to discuss oh my gosh, this stuff so with many, who yes. know so much more than we do and um and just to even be honest with where we've had blind spots in our own yeah. life of like wow I didn't realize I was struggling with this or I didn't realize I had this mindset that wasn't godly you know or right whatever. absolutely so all this to say we are very aware that in July of 2020 the world is a little bit of a Karen as I like to call <laughs> it, it. <laughs> and we're well aware of all the things going on but instead of just kind of mouthing our thoughts and before we really like have processed them Cami and I wanted to just do different episodes on those exact topics and acknowledge that we know they're happening but we feel like we want to just structure them really carefully and just see what the Lord wants us to say about those honestly so all that being said now we are going to dive into Cami postpartum we're so excited well, okay, which first Oh, oh, Starbucks yes duh how because, can we talk about babies well, before Starbucks because I can now drink Caffeine, caffeine, which I'm not really. I'm doing like which half they did mess up your order today. Guys, y'all need to it. know this is. I'm. I actually grieved this. I think it's the first thing I told you. Like Amanda <laughs> yeah, pulls up. I haven't seen it her. Was, no wait. Actually, you pull up, and I was like, let me see the baby. Like I literally couldn't like, see Olsen, and you were like, they messed up my order. They messed up my Starbucks order. <laughs> which like, okay, now I have a whole new love for Starbucks. Like beyond, because like it has been. Truly, with not being able to go snaps for Starbucks, so snaps right not now. being able to go anywhere, my big outings have been like. Getting him ready, getting him in the car to go to drive through Starbucks yes. is like a big deal for me. Do you remember? I, this is a couple episodes, but it was when lockdown started. Yes. And you said this. I said, you're like, well, so what are you doing? And it's like, we go to Starbucks and that's what we do. And it's just that we don't get out of the car. It's just the drive through. And it's like, you just need to just go. To go somewhere. You just need to go. And luckily, Olsen loves the car. Oh, so perfect. such a blessing. But And I'll share like a little quick story on that actually. But so today I was trying to get a half-calf latte, non-fat, which I was really pumped about. Half-calf latte, non-fat. Um, half-calf, which is what okay. I've been doing. So yep. it's like I'm not like pumping the caffeine, but I get a little bit because I, I need it mm-hmm. right now. Um, but they, for some reason, put brevet, which was like... Which what is brevet? It's literally half and half. So like imagine a latte, which is already like a whole milk latte already is like Ooh. milky. It's with half and half instead of milk. Yeah, and that's it's a lot. the opposite of non-fat. It's literally yeah. on the spectrum of fatty milks. Is the, it is the <laughs> highest. Fattiest. Non-fat is the lowest. So we got complete opposite of what we wanted. And I'm not drinking it because it made me gag. So a <laughs> little disappointed. Probably going to stop on the way home. Um, but okay, I don't know if you saw my Insta story, Amanda, but I'm going to share this with you. Uh, this I is, saw it and I know exactly you know what, I'm gonna what say? story you're going to share because I think I responded to it. Okay, I, I have like, to share this. This is the best thing in the world. So new mom Starbucks story. 
that has topped them all so far is I'm in line through for Starbucks the other day and like I said Olsen loves the car but the second that the car stops not the second but like sometimes he'll get like kind of fussy and this day in particular it was like we were gonna go home and like feed right away so he was like already kind of hungry waking up and I'm in the line and it stopped and I was like okay I could probably just like reach back and give him his pacifier but my arms are like way shorter than I realized so I end up climbing like on the chair wait time out side yes. note that could be what the do you ever when you're driving do you ever like lean back to put the passy or help him find it in his mouth I can't okay well I have done that a couple times yeah. with either like a bottle or a passy or whatever like when they get yeah. a little bit older and I haven't gotten cricks in my neck from that so I was thinking if you've ever re- if you've ever because oh. Cammy said she had a, like a I have crick a really bad neck. crick in my neck if y'all could see me I like am so awkward and I look like a pirate I'm telling you I've never had I just it literally the light bulb went off because that's happened so many times driving even if it's at a light like driving maybe that is it I lean back and I'm like oh because I. <laughs> like turn it the wrong it's an awkward it's like, like I'm, we I'm, have short arms it's like that's yeah, an awkward okay reach. so maybe it was from this day it honestly could be i don't know okay so Continue. I'm, re- I'm reaching back <laughs> i can't reach it so i climb into my chair and my knees end up hitting the horn and i didn't realize and i literally i hear someone laying on the horn and i'm like judging them in like, my mind i'm like that? we are in the drive-thru like y'all need to chill and then I'm like, oh my gosh, that was me. Like, that, that is, is me. so funny. And so then I like, I, I sit down and I'm like waving at the person. I don't even know if they can see me in front of me. And I'm like, mouthing, I'm sorry to no, them. No, no. Was yes. it a woman? It was, it was a woman. Okay, okay. So then I get to, to check out and I find out the guy was like, hey, the lady in front of you paid for everything for you. And <gasps> oh. it blessed me so much. And. I told I I don't know why I felt the need to tell him the story. I was like, you know why? You know why she probably <laughs> was, did that. He was probably like, great probably like, lady. Cool. There's no, he did. Five he was people like, behind cool. me. I was like, because I I was like, I bet you she was a mom. I'm like processing it verbally with a stranger. Hence, I need human interaction. You're like, sorry, I've been at home all day. I was like, oh, totally. I think she was a mom, and like she saw. But then you know what's funny? When I left, I was like she could have been a mom who saw me and was having grace or she could have been like that person is so angry and was laying on their horn and they You're need like, jesus i need to give her some so let's I just need to give her some maybe joy. she was like killing me with kindness i don't know i don't know what i'll never know okay which can i just first of all when i first saw that i loved that story and then can i also say immediately i was like only cammy would she lay her horn down on somebody and they would be like, oh, free meal, free drink? Absolutely. I'll be honest. I was like, I needed that. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> but I'm like, that is so funny because I'm like, if I would have been in that situation, you know, if I would have laid my horn on that person in front of me, they would have been like, hey, that person got really upset and like they asked if you would pay for their drink. <laughs> they actually like left you their tab. Oh, could you imagine? <laughs> Actually, next time we go, I just want to pull up and be like, "Hey, I'm actually not gonna pay. I'm I'm gonna believe that the person behind me is gonna pay. Are you cool with that? Give them my receipt." Oh, so oh my funny. gosh. Okay, Amanda, what are you drinking? Today? Okay, so I'm drinking my usual double shot grande. Wait, Starbucks double shot on ice. So good grande. Which Cammy just informed me I can get half calf. Yes, now. I've been getting a half calf. I really the best might do that. Drink. It's so oh, I have good. another coffee thing. I have what? a coffee update. So in, I just have really bad luck with something. Coffee with some things. <laughs> um, also, I'm in a very silly mood because this is super fun for me. Because so I don't fun. get to. We haven't done this in so long, no. and we've both been kind of like quarantine-ish. So I'm like, this is just it's if, so if I'm nice. laughing or more joyful than others, it's just because it's real. Because I'm the really joy joyful. Is real. <laughs> okay, so we for Christmas got, a, and then we'll talk about postpartum because I don't want to take up the whole episode. But we got this new like espresso machine for Christmas. Tyler and I did, Ooh. and we plugged it in, and like literally, you know where the water should shoot down, it literally shot out like at you. So you would like get burned in like oh, the chest. Great. 
That's so nice. So we're like, okay, like that definitely doesn't work. We need to take it back. And it like took probably like a month or two to like get it back and then like yeah. got the gift money refunded. And it was like $200 or something. So it was like a super sweet gift from right. Tyler's mom. And when we finally got the money back like into our account to get a new one, literally that's when COVID happened. It was March because it took like two months to like, get back. So that was March. And we were like, okay, like we have, and we have like a normal, just like coffee pot, but this was like a fancy like fancy. espresso machine. Yeah. So we're like, okay, like we'll go do it eventually, but like we don't want to do it online because we wanted to see it in person, yeah. whatever. And so we finally went to get one and we got the Nespresso. I don't even know what it's called. It's like, it's some sort of like, I guess there's a lot of Nespresso. Oh, Regan has one and she loves it. Okay. This one froths my milk for me and it's not the kind where you have to manually do it. It does You literally it. pour the milk and you press a button and it, fr- it like is <laughs> froths the milk for you and I... Have not really been to Starbucks since wow. this day. And normally it's like an everyday thing. Because oh, yeah. like we said, it's like our outing. No, I get that. Now, I've gone way more since being a mom. Wait, you, it, because um, it, it, it's honestly like, it's like it's the highlight of my day. It's it so is, sad. What is my life? Okay. Literally since becoming a mom, I've never enjoyed like coffee and drinks more. No. Because they're treats. If you've watched my stories, you know I've literally gone to Sonic like almost every day and I just get like three drinks because like, I can't decide. I'm like, no, I shouldn't have to. I shouldn't have to. I this should get whatever reward. drinks I want. Yeah, you know I'm what? feeding a baby every two hours from my mother boobs. Today. I can get any drinks I want. <laughs> it's so true. I told Tyler, I'm like, listen, I don't need big expensive gifts, but I do need good food and drinks. Like oh, that's yeah. just my treat for being a good mom. So now you can do it at home. So anyways, this Nespresso, I need to figure out, I need to like post which one it is, but it's like the Nespresso Verte, blah, blah, blah. It frosts my own milk. Oh, this, get this. This is like how exciting quarantine life is. This is the things you get excited this about. This is the big moment of my day. <laughs> the little pods, the espresso pods that you put in, Yeah. when you're done, it throws it away itself like in this like little mini trash can that's like built inside of the because machine because nobody should have to throw because away their nobody own pods. should have to pick up their pods one at a time and take them not to the in trash 2020 can. not this year honestly like it's the little things so i just that has made I my week to come over and have you treat me to a froth oh i can't coffee. wait tyler and i got so we like laughed at ourselves because we like put the kids to bed one night when we got it and we literally like a Saturday night and we put them to bed and we were like, let's go set up the espresso machine. And we like got it in the kitchen, got it all set up. We're like watching YouTube tutorials and like the best ways to do stuff. And we both made a cup and we watched the milk frother and we're like, wow. Wow. And that was, that was what two 30 year olds did. On, the thing is, is I'm not night. even judging you. <laughs> I have never in my life been more aware of like the simple things. And I think... Cammy a couple years ago would have been like this is pathetic in like a, a self like anger kind of yes, way yes. like what is wrong with you yeah. but now I'm like you know what I actually like really think it's kind of beautiful yeah. of like the littlest things like driving to Sonic yes. interacting with like a person in a drive through watching I mean, milk from my extrovert go. self I told Steven the other day truly like if if a genie came into this room and was like <laughs> you could have a wish I'd be like I want to be in Times Square on New Year's <laughs> Eve. I want strangers rubbing onto my body. I want, but like obviously without COVID, like I yeah. want everyone healed first. I want the healing in the land. And then I want, cause like I just need humans, human. but I realize I appreciate people so much more. And yes. I also realize I see God in people more than I knew, like in strangers, like not yes. even just my people, but like mm-hmm. watching human interaction. And yeah. so I think I'm way more appreciative of that. But also being like, okay, now I need to learn to see God in a new way because yeah. I'm at home and I'm in a totally new season. 
which I'll tell you guys now about my new season. Which here we go. So okay, excited. Okay, so, so give us a give us a quick birth story. We actually yes. so our last episode was Jillian. If you guys listened yes. to it, hers was amazing. She was so, so sweet, and we did like a Skype interview with her. Cami and I did, and then I really feel like you gave birth. Oh, you gave birth between her us recording her and then her release date. Really? Yes, you were in the hospital like not even five days later after we recorded Jillian's episode. That's insane. Because me. I did all the release stuff and I was right. like, oh, I don't even want to bother her to no, like. No, because see you're right. Because that we did that and then wasn't that Saturday our fam- my yes. family shower? Yep. Yeah. So I'll give a birth. Actually, I'll just really give my birth story and then you can share more postpartum stuff, Amanda, because I'm still learning so much in it. But for me. Um, Guys, so yeah, I have a son. He's amazing. He's the best. I love him so much. He's so cute. He's really cute. He's such a little chunk right now. He's, He's so just cute. gaining weight like constantly and just learning new things and it's so oh. cool and it's like everything I thought it would be in so much different mm. and more at the same time and um so my story, I went in for a doctor's appointment um 2 weeks almost to the day early. Yeah. Um from when I was supposed to be due and um I that Saturday before we had had a family baby shower and that day I'd felt really off like the whole day I just kind of felt like more hormonal I felt like just kind of more swollen but you know people complain third trimester and so I just <laughs> kind of figured like this is what everyone talks about like this is when you feel horrible um I wish I'd listened to my body more because I knew something wasn't right but I just kind of was like toughing it out you know um so that was on Saturday and then Tuesday I went in for an appointment and I remember again, like Holy Spirit, like you just have those moments where you're like, if you really listen to yourself, you would yeah. know something. Is but that. I remember getting in the car. This is so weird. And Sushi always does this thing where she like comes to the door and like watches me leave when I leave without her. And I teared up in my carport and I thought like, I'm not going to see, like I just had this weird fleeting thought of like, <gasps> and the next time her. I see her, I'll yeah. bring a baby back. But like, I like didn't fully process it. Yeah. It was like a subconscious thought, but I yes. literally remember tearing up and looking at her and being like, oh, go to my appointment. Uh, Steven cannot come with me to my appointments because of COVID. So he's at work. He's doing his work thing, which normally he would come with me, but he was like literally in a meeting with all of his nurses about COVID. So joy to COVID. Yeah. And once again, <laughs> um, and I go to the, the nurse's station and my blood pressure is 215 over 115, which normal blood pressure for me, I think is like 120 over 80. Yeah. Like, so that is like through the roof. So I've never... Or that I know of, I've never had high blood pressure. So when you, when that's like happening, what do you feel like? So like I in your felt, body? I probably had it since Saturday. I just felt really more swollen and I just felt like off. Okay. Like, I mean, I think there's other do symptoms. Do you feel tired? I felt, you could have really bad headaches. I didn't, I didn't, I honestly did not have really any of the symptoms okay. that you would think with that okay. high. So yeah. I don't know if I was just like. Hormonally. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Protected but or who knows. I, yeah. I mean, the nurse looked at me and she was like, okay, so you're going to go to the hospital. And I was like, well, I haven't seen the doctor yet. And she's like, oh no, I know you're going to see the doctor at the hospital. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, and truly you guys, like from that moment, I, I don't know how to explain it other than just like the complete, like supernatural piece Mm. of the Lord. Like, I just felt like I was in this like cocoon, like logically my brain was like, you could be scared or you yeah. like, this is, yeah. but, but I just felt like so sustained to the point where, you know, I, I go outside, they told me not to drive because it was so high. And so I call Steven, called him six times. Cause he's like in a meeting Oh no, he and was he's probably, probably like, freaking wrong? out. Yeah. He luckily works like two minutes from my doctor. So oh, he just hopped over and he said he was expecting me to like look anxious or be like overwhelmed and he was like again it was so weird you were just standing there and being like okay like it was like this oh the lord just had his yeah he just protected me and so and isn't it i really do believe that like 
you, because with Gwen, yeah. it's the exact same thing. Yes. I went in for a doctor's appointment five weeks early, and they That's said, so okay, you have a little tear. You're going to go to the hospital now. Like, not a backpack. Like, was not, I had, like, a date scheduled. Wow. <laughs> like, I was not prepared in the least. Yeah, I remember you were like, we're going to work on our nursery next yeah, week. Totally. Yeah. yeah, nothing was done. And I remember I had this, that same just, like, calm feeling, which looking back, I'm like, why wasn't I freaking out? But I really do feel like in those moments, the Lord just, like, makes you a mom. <laughs> He does. In that exact moment. And he's like, okay, Cammie, now you're a mom because you're about to give birth. And like, these are the yes. protection. This is the protection that I give you. It's, a, it's like a complete covering. It and is. it's like all the, it, the word I keep describing just over and over is grace, grace, yeah. grace. Because it's not, I feel like in the past I've ha- been in places where I've had to like muster up my faith or, mm-hmm. you know, it's like that, like. I need to like take a stand and like it's that you know stand firm like that mm-hmm, type of like you're mm-hmm. actually activating it yourself. Mm-hmm. I feel like the kindness of the Lord in this was like I didn't do anything. Like Aww. I just was like resting and He did it all. Like He was just providing grace and I just was like I'm here to just receive. Yeah. Because I didn't. I don't feel like I had to activate. Like I because you're so and focused you really on you can't you can't like birth like, is not you can't. I mean it sounds weird but you really can't control the no, things that are happening totally. in birth. Like whether it's like you know, vaginal C-section, like, however you give birth, yeah. it's really, however, like, the Lord's timing is. Like, it is. it's his time and his purpose, like, for that child. And I, what you're saying is, like, so spot on and, and, like, such a good revelation of, like, it's not about mustering up the courage and, like, becoming strong. It's literally just, like, letting him do all the work. Yeah, it is, like, fully surrendering. Yeah. And, like, I mean, even, yeah, then the whole process, and I think even now, like, it's just a surrender to, like, the moment, you know, yeah. what God's doing and, so anyways, Which is I, so beautiful. It is. That's such it's, a beautiful thing. And it's what Jesus did. Like yeah. he fully just surrendered to like the cup that he had in that moment and the pain and all of it. So anyways, I, yeah, I go in and I'm diagnosed with severe preeclampsia, which I still don't even fully know what it means, but it's severe high blood pressure. And if it gets to eclampsia, you could have seizures, which are like really dangerous, obviously for you and the baby. And yeah. it, like, did they tell you that in this moment? Yeah. So they have to like tell you. Um, and then I have to like sign all this stuff because, oh, that, okay, that's like kind of scary. Yeah. But of course, but, but again, it was, <laughs> but like, again, it was like a cover. I like didn't, I never went there in my mind. Like I, I never thought like, what if I have a seizure? I just didn't, I feel like the Lord just put this wall. I was like, I couldn't go there. And so from that point on, I Which think, your belief in that is probably what helped sustain you too. Like oh, your yeah. belief in knowing that like I'm covered. I just felt, I'm I felt okay. his presence. It yeah. was like, again, when you know what the presence of God feels like, it's like you recognize when he's in the room yeah. and it was like, okay, he's here. That's so cool. And it wasn't like I was, you know, being like this perfect, holy like daughter. I was right. just like, I was just every moment just being like, leaning on you're him. here, you're here, you're here. And so, you know, after that, it's basically like they told me that the only, um, cure for preeclampsia is delivery so they're like you're not leaving this hospital without a baby basically and the coolest part you guys for me with this was that all along throughout the entire pregnancy the lord had spoken may 20th to me it was 5 20 2020 it was a date i had and i would tell people like even like my friend courtney who she'll be on at some point to do a podcast with us she's a postpartum chef who came and cooked for me she's incredible which seems so knowledgeable i know the meals were literally have never had more jealousy the best thing ever and it like really helped me just to be like wow this is a fourth trimester and like yeah acknowledge that my body just is healing new things and it's healing and she was an angel on this earth but i she'd asked me she said your due date's june 3rd like do you have any idea? And I said, I just keep hearing May 20th. And I like told her that and had written it down like That's multiple so times. Crazy. But people had said to me, like, again, like, well, most time with the new first mom, month, first month, go, go late, yeah. you know, all these yeah. things. And I was like, okay, but like, I feel that. And so 
when I went into the hospital, it was, it was the 19th. And in my spirit, in that moment, I was like, okay, the baby's coming tomorrow. And so my first milestone mentally was like, I have to get through midnight because between now and midnight, like I'm, I'm not, having, have... I'm not having the baby today. Yeah. I just knew yeah. I was like, it's yes, this day. It's, it's going to be yeah. tomorrow. God already told me, which I just like loved 20 is a number of completion. And so yes. even in five is a number of grace. And so it was just like 520, 2020. Oh, and I love that. it's Sushi's birthday also, which That's I just cool. thought, That's hello. really cool. Like how cute they would have the same birthday. That so is so cute. From that point on, they... Oh my gosh, I'm already... I just literally got... Oh, their birthday party. I literally got an image I can't. of Olsen's first birthday with Sushi and a little birthday but hat on. I've I literally li- have told Stephen that multiple times. No, I literally... I can see like Olsen in a high chair with like Sushi yes. sitting next to him with the little birthday hat on, like tilted. I, I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> I literally got like, that. Because I love sushi so that. much. I'm like, that is just going to be the cutest. It's going to be so cute. Oh, uh, So anyways, I, in August 20th was our due date for the baby that we had a miscarriage with. Which is Gwen's which birthday. Which is Gwen's birthday. Isn't that weird? Yeah. And there's some, I think we've shared this on the, I'm pretty sure we shared this on your miss, no, not in your miscarriage. I don't know what episode we shared it on, but um, Olsen and George are exactly 11 months apart and Cammie and I and are 11, exactly months, 11 apart, months apart. Which like, is really cool. That's really God sweet. God speaks in numbers. He I does. Really feel like he he does. really does. He's so, great. I just feel like even now, like having walked through different seasons with you, I I even feel like now he's just bringing like with numbers, like just things to completion oh, in yeah. a certain way. Yeah, you know, it's no, really it cool. is. It's like just another ways to like yeah. to see. And I think that it sounds so silly, but knowing that he had spoken May twentieth, like brought me so much peace yeah. because I was like, okay, he already told me this. Like yes. he wouldn't tell me this to scare me. Like he told me this because he went ahead of me, and so no. like we're good. Yeah, and so. At, once I got admitted, they um, started, like, inducing me. Mm-hmm. When you have preeclampsia, you're hooked up to magnesium. So one of the hardest parts was magnesium makes you feel like you have the flu. So you're, like, insanely hot. Oh. And you're – I had to stay on bed rest. So, like, every contraction, I, like, couldn't walk around or do the things I had pictured. Ooh, yeah. I have to, like, just be there. Stay there, yeah. And you have a catheter, which is really mm-hmm. fun mm-hmm. Um, because they're checking your kidneys because one of the side effects of preeclampsia is just your like kidneys, kidneys can, can shut down. down. Oh, okay. So all the fun stuff. But, again – I don't know because I'd never had a baby before. I had really nothing to compare it to. So mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, it was painful, but like, I don't know mm-hmm. any different. And so mm-hmm. I ended up laboring 24 hours naturally, which I like didn't really, hadn't really planned to do, but yeah. I just, every contraction that would come, I just would like focus on like relaxing my face. I yes. read this like somewhere Yes. and we had worship music playing the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I just like surrendered again, surrendered. Yeah. I was like, you know what? And it let was, Jesus do the work. Yeah, I'm gonna let him do it. And it was painful, but I knew, like, I just kind of was like, I'm gonna mm-hmm. like just ride it out as long as I can. I also feel like of all the things I was afraid of, the epidural for some reason scared me the most. Oh yeah, that's real. I just think the thought of like being numb. It's real. Was yeah. like this is so it's weird to me. Weird. And yes. so finally, after like a full 24 hours, so we're now in the 20th. They were like, we think you should get the epidural because my blood pressure was going super high. And the epidural the can relax you. Exactly. Too. They were like, yeah. the epidural is gonna like relax you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to hopefully bring your blood pressure down. So get that epidural. And at that point, my p- pain threshold was so high. I literally was like, like Whatever I felt nothing. Yeah, totally. I, I was yeah. like, with the epidural, I'm like, um, I feel like I could take, I like took a nap. I was like, I could watch TV. I know, I know. It, it is. It's kind of like you go, at least for me, when I got an epidural, I was like in and out of napping. And yes. I was like, oh, I'm laboring. Right. I'm like, okay, this is God's <laughs> gift to the world. I, I mean, for those moms that do it natural, y'all are literally... Hands, I mean, I bow down to you, yes. but honestly, like, I just needed the rest. Yeah, like, I needed it. <laughs> okay, I, mean, I honestly honest. don't, I'm like, looking back, and I'm like, I don't know, could I have done it? I don't know. Like, I, my I think blood if pressure. You, I think if you're, like, the thing is, too, I think if doctors are saying, we oh, recommend yeah. this, for me, per, like, for me personally, I will always 
say what the I will always more than likely choose what the doctor right. recommending. Well, and the if doctor was at that point. I was still hoping for a vaginal birth, and so the doctor was like, "You will have a better chance of having a vaginal birth if, if you, you do this birth. right now okay. because." The second that your kidney shut down or the blood pressure gets too high, we're it's, taking you in for a C-section anyways. Yeah. So, and if I had a C-section, you have to have pain You have to get the... Obviously. You have to get that. You have to get an epidural with the C-section yeah. anyways if you were... Yeah. So... Exactly. It's like win-win. Yeah. So, get that. And yeah, then um, I labored again for another, I think like six hours. And then I started feeling the urge to push. And so, I'm thinking... It's happening. It's happening. It's game time. We're going. And I'm, like, really wanting to push. And they're, like, well, they come in and check me. And I'm only dilated to a five. Mm. And – or a six, one of, one of those. And so – but I'm, I'm like, kind of pushing. And so I'm, like, this is, isn't working. And then at that point, my kidneys started shutting down, which is crazy. So, like, the catheter, which I could see my pee just, like, coming out, mm-hmm. had always been, like, normal pee color. And, and then, then it got really it dark. Got so, like, your hair color. It was, like yep. – I've never seen a color like that. And so – the doctor who I'm obsessed with my doctor she was amazing came in and she was like okay you're we're gonna take this baby we're gonna have a c-section and you're gonna be awesome and like just her confidence just like telling you like this boldly is gonna happen and you're boldly gonna rock it yeah and I was like okay and so for me like the whole I think I said this on a podcast but the whole thing I've been praying was like I had the word redemption over this birth and my mom and Steven's mom both had emergency C-sections that which, were really, really horrible. Which I just learned this on uh, at your baby shower with yeah. your family. I didn't realize that Becky, your mother-in-law, has had four C-sections. Oh, yeah, four. When she told me that, I was like, what? Yeah. I was like, I've only had two, and I can't imagine having four. No, like, she had, yeah, she had four. My like, mom had three. three. Yeah, and they were all very, like, high intensity, high risk. And so growing up, like, I, I'm the oldest, and so I remember Regan and Quinn being born, and I remember, like – feeling the fear and the tension even if my parents never said anything it was right. like it was super high you risk. know yeah, yeah. you just know mm-hmm. and so I not having a c-section was like what I thought redemption was going to look like like I thought redemption was going to be you know having a vaginal birth and being able to be like it's not going to happen and yeah. so again our plans are sometimes different than the lord's but yeah. his plan for redemption I feel like ended up being like so sweet because I did have to have a c-section but when I got in there I felt so unafraid. I felt like this crazy just sense of fearlessness, which was the opposite of what I would have thought. Because the whole time I'd been like, no C-section, no C-section, yeah. you know? Um, and Steven just kept being like, you're being so brave. And it just made me feel so powerful, brave, right? Yeah. I was like, I mean, wow. The words you speak have so much power. Yes. And so for him to just like declare like life over you and say, you're so brave. And even for your doctor to be like, you're going to do you're great do at this. this. Like you really do believe like, okay, I can do yeah. this. And then you start to speak it for yourself. And then I was like, okay, this is going to look different, but it's going to be redemptive. And so we get in there and the doctor was like, do you want any music playing? And I, I love that. Yeah. She that. That's and I was so like, sweet. I would love worship. And so they put on Bethel music playlist on Spotify. The first song that came on was surrounded by Carrie Job's version from the peace album, which if you have listened to it, go it's listen. So it's so good. peaceful. It's so peaceful. And I just immediately was like, I'm good. Like I'm Doesn't covered. she go, she goes into rock of ages. In yes. Oh, when she go, the first time I heard that. And then she went into rock of ages. I was like, Oh, 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 done. I couldn't. I had to like literally take a step back because it's, it's like the way she comes in that is just it literally well, is so peaceful. Her voices are so anointed too that they're it just is. it ushered in more of the Prince peace. of Peace. Yeah. And then so I mean I feel like Steven scrubbed in and within like two seconds it's like we're like he was there. They're ha- having a baby, yeah. right? And so yeah. the song switched actually to Oceans, which has been a song that's like followed me throughout mm, being a worship leader. Like yeah. it was my song. We left LA. Like yes. just such a song that I feel like has been 
a sweet thing between me and Jesus. Yes. And the second that she's like pulling him out, it switched to oceans. And Stop. the nurses and the doctors, all of them were like, this is my favorite worship song and start singing the bridge of oceans while they pull Olsen out and are like showing him to me. Cammy, Literally. That's unreal. It was, it was like, that's so, so crazy. Sweet like just and so special. And I'm worship sorry. Worship over him. Talk about redemptive. Yes. Like, the fact that... I almost love that it wasn't a vaginal yeah. birth. Like, I almost love that it was a C-section because it was the exact... God took the exact same delivery that, like, both mom and mother-in-law have, like, had, a, you know, a harder C-section and took the exact same delivery and literally made it beautiful. Yeah. Literally made broken things beautiful. It's, like, it's exactly what it was. And it just, like, it blew my mind because I was like, wow, God, like, that... I mean, I told you after this made out, I was like, I would actually, like, go have another C-section tomorrow. Like, it was, like, so non-fearful that, like, it felt almost like, did that just happen? And then even since then, to kind of wrap it up, like, I mean, obviously, he comes out two weeks early, healthy, baby. Like, you're just having that moment where, like... You can't believe he's here. You can't believe it. No. They put him on my chest, and, like, he made, like, eye contact with me, like, looking at me, and I just was, like... I remember just, like, laughing and crying at the same yeah, time. Yeah, because you're like, you're like it's, what? You're like, this is... Uh, it, yeah. it feels out of body. It does. You're like, this is my this is baby? Mine. Like, it was just inside my body, and now... Yeah. Oh, it's the and best then feeling. the crazy thing, even with the C-section, was, like, my healing had been... I Your never, healing was, was miraculous. Was supernatural. Yeah. Completely. I mean, I never... Not to be like, wow, I never do this, but I never felt the need to take pain meds. So, no, I, I literally just had Tylenol. <laughs> and, like, stopped taking it within a week. I was, like, walking a mile within a week. Okay, like, so, funny side note to this. I've, I've had two C-sections, and I was texting Cami like, you know, maybe a couple days after postpartum, they had, like, made it home, and I was like, okay, I was like, if you're having trouble, like, brushing your hair, if you need Steven to help you take a shower, like, if you need to keep the pain pills, like, that's okay, like, you just give me her all of these, And I was like, like, yeah. She was like, yeah, I think, but I think I'm, like, really good, and I was like, wait, what? Because I had to be, my pain was so high postpartum, like, after the surgery, yeah probably for like a good week or two after that I was like, oh my gosh. I mean, I couldn't get into our bed. I had to sleep on the couch because like to get high hurt so bad. Wow. Literally to lift my arms. Because I think the way, I guess like where your incision is, if you pull the skin, like if you lift your arms, it kind of pulls yeah. your skin up or whatever. So to even like brush my hair was painful, to wash my hair was painful. Anything that I had to lift my arms, like bending down to put like pants on was painful. Like everything moving hurt. And so when Cammie was like, yeah, I'm moving around. Like, I'm walking. I think I'm, I think I'm doing pretty good. I was like, all right, girly, you do you. Like, <laughs> like way to go. <laughs> well, I was confused. I was like, don't, I don't have any other explanation other than, like, God was like, okay, I promise you redemption. But I was going to say. This is what it's going to look but like. But looking, but now, like, knowing the full story, I just think it's all Jesus. And I think it's so cool because he didn't just, he wasn't just redemptive in, like, this one area of delivery. I really feel like all postpartum has been yeah. just like such a blessing yes i really so feel true. that and like to be able to my, my thing my vision that i had with redemption was to be able to look at my sisters and be like hey like it's not scary it's, it's not gonna scary. be you can do this. yeah and i feel like i i just have so much joy mm. through it that like literally i was facetiming people and like feeling so in the hospital just feeling so much like peace and yeah and just those first like 48 hours after you have a baby is like one of the most holy places and times like just so intimate and like because again because of covid Mm -hmm. nobody was allowed in the hospital and uh, not something i had pictured which tell um tell our listeners because this was this is really really sweet um tell our listeners about how you you felt like god told you who that was for like the moment of just you guys oh my gosh yeah so i you know was obviously like praying about just not being able to bring my family to the hospital because it's like anything that's not 
what you dreamed. You're, I want to bring it to Jesus and have him show me his heart. Yeah, and it, especially you know? as, like, for your parents, this is their first oh, grandchild. Yeah. First for grandchild your sisters, their first nephew. Yeah. Like, just, same for, well, no, it's not there on Stephen's side. It's not there first. The first grandson. The first grandson. Yeah. And the other ones don't live here. Yeah, the so. other ones live in Wisconsin. And yeah. It just was, like, you know, obviously not the ideal. And so at first I was praying that it would change, and then I actually felt this, like, shift in, in my heart, and I felt like the Lord told me, so, like one day I was praying about it and he kind of like corrected me lovingly as a father and was like, this isn't for you. Mm. And I was like, what? <laughs> Sorry, what? I'm the baby. Hello. And he was like, this is for Steven. And I like started crying because my husband and I are very opposite and he is like more introverted, but also like his, he loves his stuff. Like I don't know how to yeah. explain it other than like, as I a, get it. As I a get kid, it. He I'm, like, yeah he had this box that he called his treasure box and it was like his special things and like that just describes Steven so much to me like he has his special things he's like so loyal and committed like I feel like I was his like treasure from high school that he just like kept forever mm, like he was like found you love you so not gonna let you go sweet. he's the same way with our dog and like when I thought about it I was like I can actually think of nothing that Steven would love more than isolated time in the hospital with in this no, holy place in this holy place with no interruptions like just us and it, can I tell you that like and I don't think this will embarrass him, so I'll say it, but, like, multiple times in the hospital, like, I would be sleeping with Olsen after feeding him or whatever, and I, we had just had worship playing all the time, and, like, I think two or three times, I woke up to him crying, <laughs> because he was just so encountering the Lord, like, like, just fully, oh, like, just, like, the love of God, yeah, he just was, like, he was getting wrecked just by the presence of God, more than even I was, like, he just couldn't handle it, and I really think, like, he would have not had those moments no, with Jesus he if, have. if he had his, his guard up because people are, and I know Stephen, like he's so protective of me. He would have gone into protection Completely. mode and he would have been like, I'm the dad. I'm her husband. Like I yes, want to make sure she's good. Okay. Yeah. Let me, don't text her. Let me text you. I'm going to totally. make sure you guys can come up. He didn't have to worry about no. any of that. And like, honestly, when you told me that Cammy, knowing Steven, I was like, it, it literally gave me chills because I was like, that is so Steven. Like to be able to just have this like, quality time with his brand new family yeah. like it's you three for the first it was time his fa- like truly his favorite thing. like it was so amazing and it was it was like god was like i'm doing this for our relationship like jesus and stevens and like it made me be like okay like you know no it made me completely shift my prayers and not even be upset about it anymore because no, you knew that like it was, was so for sweet. a purpose yeah yes. and you know what's so sweet too people say this all the time but you become a mom the minute you become pregnant. Yeah. And they always say for dads, like, they don't really become the dad until they hold the baby, like, until they meet the it's baby. It's so different for them, yeah. And so for him to be able to, like, be a dad and just a dad for three days or two days or yeah. however long it was in this, like, place, like, I can imagine being the type of person that he is, like, that being his treasure, like, his new treasure. Yes. Like, that is just the sweetest thing. It was, it was so sweet. It was such a gift. And, like, it did feel like we were in this little, like, but holy bubble, yes. I would describe it. and. Um, kind of to end like our birth story, one of my favorite parts of the whole thing was when we were leaving the hospital, which we got to leave a day early because COVID Olsen was doing so well. No, oh, and I oh. was just like doing Cause great. Cause you were killing it. Well, yeah. Which, who, Again, honestly, who's surprised? Jesus. Redemption. I was like, <laughs> but even in my blood pressure was going back down, all the things. And so we got to leave and Steven went to get the car and I was in the wheelchair, you know, with Olsen yes. and we get to the elevator and this, like, really sweet older man was there, and he was just, like, talking about how beautiful Olsen was and gets in the elevator with us. And we were going down, and the elevator door, like, the elevator stops, and the elevator door is, like, about to open. And he, like, bends down and looks me in the eye, and he goes, and this is when his story begins. And then the elevator door opened. <laughs> 
And it literally felt like a Disney movie, which if you know me, this is like my dream. I feel like music needed to start playing because it really felt like, wait, wait, we'd been in this hospital cocoon and then all of a sudden like the elevator door opens and it's like to the window. So it's like bright light. And we're like going out into the world and I will never forget that moment. It was like this angel man being like, oh. this is his, the beginning chapter one of his life starts now. I mean, you guys, you guys should see my face, my my mouth and like <laughs> Did my I tell jaw. You that no, before? this is the first time I've heard this. My my jaw is literally dropped because I'm like, that is the sweetest. It was the sweetest. Like, it literally is like his narrator. This started. man literally looked and sounded like Morgan Freeman. He was like, this, <gasps> Give me. that's no, what you're picturing. Give me. This is, no, in my head, I was like, <laughs> okay, I don't want to be offensive, but was he a black man? Yes. Because in my, I li- did you say that? No. Okay, I knew it. I literally could see who he was because. <laughs> I could literally, I can picture it right now. I can picture you in the wheelchair and like, I see this like sweet, kind African-American yes, man exactly. being like, and here's when your story yes, begins. That's exactly <laughs> what like, happened. And I was like, I had already like <laughs> was obsessed with this man before he even spoke to me. And then he did that. I was like, this is not okay. Like, I literally felt like it was just this narrator of Olsen's story. Like, that that's is, nuts. That is mind blowing. Yeah. If, I, I was I'm like, that. is he even real? Was he an angel? Like, <laughs> if I go back to the hospital, they're going to be like, that's not a person. No, uh, no, we honestly should because I want to yeah. test this. Like, no. I literally think that may be his angel. Uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I'm not so that was the, you know, beginning of his story. And now, since then, it's just been all the things as you can imagine like lack of sleep, joy, tears, happiness yeah. failing succeeding yeah. learning learning growing <laughs> calling amanda being humble texting you yeah. random questions about poop and breast milk <laughs> and i will say thank you jesus one thing i'm super thankful for is olsen was such a good feeder from the get-go like he has last on night one like breastfeeding has been a dream for us which i know for a lot of people is not their story so i'm really thankful for that mm-hmm. but even that like i'm like even with it being so amazing it's still so constant all yeah. the time like yeah Literally right now, I'm like, okay, I have, like, a certain amount more time left, and then I have to repeat him again. <laughs> yeah. It's just, like, your, your brain shifts. And, and I want to say, Amanda, I've never had so much, like, respect for you. Like, Aww. I know there were probably moments, like, in our friendship before I was a mom that you were like, someday she'll understand. <laughs> I mean, like, honestly, I'm like, there had to be those moments. And now I'm like, I get it. Like, I just have so much respect for moms. Like, even the joy of going to Starbucks. Like, you saying that before, I You're was probably, probably like, really, calm down. <laughs> But I also was probably like, that's really sad. But now I'm like, Poor Amanda's so much I'm going like, on in oh, her life. Amanda, like, let's let's help her, you know. But now I'm like, no, I get it. Like, it's so. It's so and the fact you have two, I like literally look at you now, like as like someone that I'm like, wow, like Aww, two children, that's like so how sweet, Cammy. How that's and like so I know. You know I mean, you've seen me walk through tears, yes. plenty of tears too. So it didn't always come. It didn't always come naturally. But but no, it's like it's so everyone's story is so different and yeah. it's like I think I've had to be so aware of like my highs are my highs mm-hmm. and my lows are my lows and mm-hmm. they're different than everyone else's mm-hmm. and like there's moments where I'm gonna see God in ways that like no one else is gonna see him and there's gonna be moments where I'm gonna need him in ways no one else is gonna need him yes, you know where I'm absolutely. gonna be like man this is hard and I've definitely felt so humbled and like texting you and some of my mom friends mm-hmm. like is this normal is this mm-hmm. like when is this gonna change is this and try to be present yeah. too and yeah. not rushing to the next thing which again that's where COVID has come in yes. a little bit of a blessing because the the world stopping has absolutely had its cons but it's also had a lot of its pros yeah. and like I just feel like the Lord keeps telling me that families are gonna be brought together that's through this so because we're true. not so busy like people aren't trying to climb a ladder of like something yeah. else you know like we can really truly enjoy like Okay, I'm stuck with you. So it's like either it's, we're going to make or break it. Yeah, like, exactly. Honestly. Yeah, and just having like all this time with Steven to like navigate it. Because he even, 
goes into work, I was telling Amanda, for like an hour mm-hmm. to round on his patients. And then he does his notes at home, which it's just more comfortable to do at home right oh, now. Oh, yeah, too, it's safer, sure. yeah, you know, safer. for our family. And so, yeah, I mean, that, that's been my past eight weeks almost. Mm. And, and I just want to say as your friend, I've never thought you've looked more beautiful. Thank Truly. You. I really, really mean that. That's, and I, I do not feel that way like 50% of the, 50% of the time I feel like superwoman and like <laughs> so beautiful. And I'm like, wow, Cami, you've, look what you've done. And then 50% of the time I'm like, what is my body? Why <laughs> boobs are literally the size of mountains. Like, are they ever going to shrink? Like, what is happening? Oh, like, is so, Well, now that we're on the topic of boobs, I sent oh. you a picture of mine because mine were lopsided nursing. Do you remember this? Yes, I do remember that. I had one giant one and one small one. And for some reason, George just preferred one boob over the other. And they were, I was deformed for six months. <laughs> They've gone back to normal. I was just deformed. It was fine. <laughs> for everyone that's really curious about back this, to normal, I'm told, I need to know Oh, yeah. That. No, I'm literally completely back to normal. I'll take my top off and show you. Please, right now. <laughs> no, yesterday I almost called you because I went to Target, like, for, you know, like, the first big outing. Yes. Since I, I, first time to go to Target since yes. baby. Where did you put him? How did you do it? Because we texted so, about this. Yeah, so Stephen came with me. <laughs> okay, okay. That's good first stroller, time. And we, like, had him covered just Perfect. Know, COVID stuff. Yes. We had our masks on. But you can't try on clothes there anymore. And so I got some clothes. Oh, and that's actually really hard because that's where I used to nurse was in dressing rooms. Oh, wow. Okay, that's a good point. Yeah. I'm like, I would always go anywhere for that long because it's like there's nowhere to do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't think about that because so normally with a newborn, I would like walk around. This was way before COVID days, obviously. But I would like walk around and shop. And then if I felt like he was getting fussy and I didn't like really want to try anything on, I would literally grab something. So no tips for all you new moms out there. Wow. When dressing rooms do open. I would grab something like I was going to try it on and I would just push the stroller in a handicap one so it's big and I would just sit comfortably and like, you know, you can be like completely yeah. exposed in a dressing room. Oh, wait, that's so smart. And I would just nurse him in the dressing room. Yeah, I nursed him in the car the other day, yeah. which was you like, have to. Yeah, I you have, have to. Yeah. I'm like, I don't even care. But I, you know, went to get some clothes. I like was like, just wanted a couple of things out yes. of a gift card, went home, tried them on, felt so discouraged because oh. I literally was like... It was just my, my boobs are so large that I was like, this looks so stupid. Like, Aww. I was like, well, I want, but then I'm like, then I feel bad because I'm like, I want my boobs to shrink, but then I don't because but I'm like, also, I have so much milk. let me tell you, that is why your child has doubled in weight. I know. And you, that is your job right now. Your job, I've told you this, your job, you're going to feel like a cow yes, for the first no, couple. Yes, I truly feel like a cow. Not in size, but in, like. No, I feel like a cow. cow. <laughs> I feel like a cow in every way. In fact, oh my gosh, wait, this is the funniest side note. There's apparently this Instagram page that is like what your cow is based on your name i'm sorry what we have to do this they have different cows for your name okay but we have to do this did you do Uh, yours no i didn't do it but i found out because a friend of mine tagged me in it and literally was a cow with my name and i was like no (laughs) i was like like, wait what i literally i don't want to see this right now i already feel like a cow i don't need you to tell me what my cow looks like it's exactly what I would have pictured my cow would have looked like. Wait, but... can we please just take it for both of us? Oh, yeah, we'll do it. We should that, post it. Um... They could be really funny nicknames. Yeah, and, yeah no, they're, they're, my cow's cute. Like, I'm down. But I also was like, this is hitting like, a little too subject. close to home right like, now. This is not. Okay, but what I was going to say is enjoy them while you can because now that I've done nursing yeah. two kids, mine are the size they were when I was 12 so years they, old. So they go, how does that work? Like, after you're done they suck nursing, all the, they go they away. They suck all the fat out of them, I think. But like, I'm so down. No, honestly. they will. It, I promise you it will go down. I promise. Like, mine are. Okay, TMI for anyone listening, but you know what? Breasts were given to us by the Lord That's himself. That's true. So. He knew what he was doing. And they give life. So mine have gone down in size, probably like two sizes down what they were before I even had kids. Wow. Yeah. 
They're very small. I will show you. <laughs> okay, well, I'm mine are ginormous, and you and now right I'm a, I'm a little bit insecure about even because I was insecure when they were huge, like nursing, because right. I just felt like they were like heavy and they, no, they, they are. Just, it just didn't feel like me. Yes, you know, like I was like I'm not someone who has like knockers. Like yeah. this is weird. But now that they're like the complete opposite, I'm like, oh no, like I look twelve. Like wow. my boobies really. See, t- this is like the See, things of being a mom. I know. Like they just go. There's so many like emotions tied to it, and like even like I. I'm such a cuddler with Steven. Like, I love, like, we, like, are one of those people that sleep, like, super cuddled. Yes, yes. And, like, there's been nights where, like, I just, I hate it because I'm, like, I don't want to be touched right now. But, and I'm telling you, Cammie, it will not, it will not always be that way. This, that feeling for me went away at, like, six months when George was, like, six months. Okay. And you want to get, like, and now it hasn't even been, literally, George and Olsen are 11 months apart. Yeah. And it is, where I was at, like, last year at this time is night and day. Like, I'm a completely different person again, even after, like, baby number two. And I, like, the second kid, you know what to expect, but you don't in a way because you've never had to take care of another human plus a baby. And they're two different humans. God made them completely different. They have different needs, different 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 personalities. They, they liked and hated completely different things as as newborns and so you like are in this season of like learning right now and my best advice to like any new mom is to just like be and just to soak it in because you can't mess up you can't get it 100% right every time and you really do just have to like let go of any expectation and just be their mom and it's like the same way that the father loves us it's like when we mess up he's not down there like well I'm a terrible dad I freaking screwed it up you know wow that's so true I mean he's not so we can't have that like expectation on ourselves like our job is to love and to guide and you know nurse sometimes yeah yeah. well and like it's it's exposed like vanity in me because I realize I'm like here I am being you know, annoyed about my boobs or self-conscious. And I'm like, wait, no one's even seeing me. Like, yeah. I don't even see anybody. I'm like yeah. in my house, you know, like, yeah. like just realizing that like, I need to value myself and mm-hmm. feel like confident in myself in this new body that it is new. It's, mm-hmm. it's different. Like, and it will be different. Yeah. Just like your life is different. Like, it's not just you and Steven, you guys are in a season of the three of you, but like, again, there's going to be a totally different season when Olsen's in college one day, Yeah, like, oh it'll probably, it, you know, and your other kids or whatever. And then it's going to be like back to you and Steven. Yeah. It's like, everything's going to be, and I have this feeling like we obviously haven't gotten there. That's like far down the road, but I even have this feeling that like, we're going to be even more in love with our husbands at that, at, like yeah. that time. Like when our kids go away, cause we're gonna be like, Oh my gosh, look what we've done. Like, yes, I just, I don't know, but ever since Tyler and I have been parents together, I have felt closer to him. Like, I just have new respect and, like, appreciation for him because I'm like, oh, my gosh, you don't just love me, but you love, like, the yes. people that we created and, so like, well. I know Tyler's the same way. Like, Steven's such a good dad. He's like, I've seen Tyler. Dad. Like, it's just, like, the, what a cool thing to watch your best friend walk into something that's so new for them, too, mm-hmm. and to, like, thrive at it. Like, I watched the way he is with Olsen, and I'm like, you're so good He's so with him. Good. Like, you know that day we brought – we came – the day Tyler and I came to your oh, house yeah. to meet Olsen – we were leaving, and this was really sweet. We were, like, leaving, and, of course, it was, like, a date for us because we had gotten away right. for, I'm, like, told, you guys, three to four hours by ourselves. You brought us breakfast, which I was so excited about, but that was probably fun for you. We, like, came in, like, bouncing because we had no car seats or <laughs> <You're> strollers. Like, <laughs> we're like, guess what? We listened to a podcast the whole year, and nobody asked us to change the station. <laughs> <laughs> no kids bop today, guys. <laughs> so, anyways, we, like, we came in, like, visited, and it was so fun just to see you guys. And as we were leaving, Tyler goes, he was like, oh, he's like, I love those days. And he goes... Steven's such a good dad. He's like, I can already tell he's going to be the best dad ever. I was like, that is so That would mean, I'll tell Steven that would mean so much to him. It's so sweet. But like, again, it's like you're, everything's so new and we both had to have even disgrace for each other because like, 
we were figuring it out. And, like, mm-hmm. there's been times where, like, he would do something a way that I wouldn't do it mm-hmm. or vice versa. And, like, I've really wanted us to be a couple that we're not going to, like, boss each other around. Yeah. Or, like, just, like, I've held my tongue and mm-hmm. had grace for him. And he's had grace for me. of mm-hmm. like, you know, and even breastfeeding, like, he helped me learn. Mm-hmm. Like, he would be, like, okay, this is, like, last time you did this and this didn't hurt you. And, like, was literally watching my boobs. Like, such a different way. Like, and I, my boobs are no longer what they were before. if he, like, read about it to try to yeah, figure no, out some he, like, sort of, like, tips. Completely. Like, like he, he totally would. You know, or even, like, stretches for Olsen to do when he's, like, gassy. Just, like, it's taken both of our personalities and God uniquely was, like, okay, I'm making you two parents for this child. And he knew. And he knew. That's and same with, like, you with your kids. Like, but it is every journey so different, and I've loved every time I've texted you. You've just given me so much grace of like Aww. responded like with so much wisdom, and then also mm. always with encouragement of like you've got this or like this Aww, is normal. You can't mess it up. You can't mess yeah, it up. And I'm like really okay. Can't. And also, I really do believe like the best advice any mom could give another mom is that God created this child for you, yeah. and you know this child better than anyone else. So yes, it's like I'm all for mom tribes. Like I could not live without them. But at the same time, like, I think at the end of the day, remembering that just asking the Lord because he knows you're this person's Which mom. I love that you said that because I, when I was texting, like, specific questions, I actually noticed that because I had, I would text, like, you and, like, three other friends. Yeah. And I would get different answers from everybody. Wow. And it was, like, each, I realized, like, each baby was different. Yeah. Like, each, you know, it's kind of like you have to figure you it out. You just have to figure out your own baby. Yes. It's so true. And, and even from the same person like I said both my kids are completely different yeah. and just having to learn them and I've taken tips from other moms differently with both kids like yeah. I've applied it to different kids in different ways because you just learn okay well she doesn't handle this discipline very well but like he does yeah. or just different you know it's completely it's crazy and like even your recovery both times you said was different like, yeah oh like totally. even physically emotionally yeah. spiritually like it's, mm-hmm. you're in a different season each time mm-hmm. so we can I, I definitely went hit on this but we're running out of time on this episode but we'll all hit on this on a different episode at some point. But after George, I mean, I went through like a really dark place in February and I don't know if it was like hormones or I'm going to be very honest. I think I could have had COVID in February. Honestly, like you might've, because let me tell you my symptoms. Now looking back, I'm like, which I've had a couple of people say like, I think I might've had it. And like, they described the symptoms and they're like, yeah, maybe. So this was the beginning of February. And let's be real. If this thing was like out in the media in March, it's been around, I think probably since like December. Yeah. Like we just didn't know what it was. Um, but yeah, I just had this, like, I had 102 fever for 10 days. I took a flu, I went to the doctor. You're right. I went to the doctor and got a flu test and it was negative. I never had, like, a cough or anything, but I had a 14-day headache. And I thought that, I literally thought I was going to die. I mean, I remember this. I was like, please, I was like, have, I was texting friends, I was like, please pray for me. Like, I don't know what's wrong. I felt, and looking back, I'm like, okay, I thought it was hormones, but I, what if it was COVID? Yeah, it easily could have been. And my mom, who I was around all the time at that point, my mom and dad, Right before February, all through Christmas, up until February, they had an eight-week cough, like an eight-week And my cough. dad had the same thing. He thinks he had it because he was in California all the time, and he had this really bad cough. And, like, my mom, and my mom couldn't get rid of it. She said it was, yeah. a dry, it was literally a dry cough for, like, eight to nine weeks, and, like, that's the longest cough she's ever had. And she was like, I could not get rid wow. of it. Wow. And then I got sick, like, a week later with that. I mean, I didn't have a cough, but I had, like, the most intense headache, which is a symptom. Yeah. Headaches were, and it moved all around my head. And then I had 102 fever, and I just felt... I, well, I did lose my. I lost my taste and taste yeah. and smell is a sign. I lost my taste and smell, and I little. I thought that I was just like losing it. Like I thought, right? You're like, what's wrong. going on? Yeah. And you had just stopped breastfeeding, so you were like, maybe it's. Hormones. I associate it with yeah. Hormones. But the coolest thing about that, Amanda, and yeah, I definitely want you to 
do it. We need to do an episode where you just like share about yeah. it because you learned so much in that season because the way you just handled it with the Lord. Like, oh my God. you I, were like just leaning into like, I had no other choice. I'm like, letting this go because I don't know what's happening. Yeah, I literally did. I was like, it's kind of the same where you're just like, all right, Lord, I'm never going to be close to you in this moment yeah. because either I die and I come to meet you yes. or you just meet me here and you hold me. Like, those are my only yeah, two Yeah, well, options. when you don't have answers, like, I know you were so frustrated because yes. you like were going to all these doctors yes. and everyone's like, I don't know. I don't know. And you're, you're like, cool, yeah. well, I want to feel better. So, <laughs> so please tell me what's wrong with me. Wow. Yeah, I literally thought that it could have, that really could have been what it was. You really could have. I wonder if you can get checked for the antibodies and then it would I've, tell you. I've talked to a couple of friends and you can, but apparently the antibody test isn't 100% accurate. Oh. And a part of me feels like ignorance is bliss in yeah, this case. kind of. Because I'm like, if I get tested for it and that wasn't what it was, then I'm like, am I going to be more worried than I'm about to get? You know right. what I mean? Like, Which, I'm sort of just side like, note, I didn't even say this. I had to get tested for COVID, obviously, oh, in yeah. the hospital. And when you do it in the hospital, it is extremely painful. Like, I don't know. Is the swab way up your brain? Oh, oh I'm talking like, no. I, I'm i like, I feel like I felt my eyeball. Like, no. and no. they did it while I was having contractions. So I'm oh. having contraction and they're like, put, yeah. Kimmy, what? It was, it was <laughs> horrible. It was horrible. Um, I'm so sorry. Yeah, it was my, actually, my sister-in-law just had a baby, which is so exciting. So I have a exciting. new nephew. Um, but she called me after and she was like, uh, you did not tell me that the COVID test was so horrible. And I said, yeah, I didn't tell you on purpose because I then I knew you would flinch. And like, if you, if you tighten up or flinch, it's going to hurt way more. And my, the nurse had told me. And so I literally da- didn't say anything to her or my friend Kaylee. So hopefully Kaylee's not listening right now because <laughs> oh, no. you're about to have that too. Um, but yeah, I just didn't tell them cause I'm like, there's no point. Like it is what it is. You just have to gonna do happen. it. How long did it last? It. Was it in and out? It was it. Not really, because they, like, swap. They, like, go for it. It's kind of like swabbing your ear. Oh, oh I know. But my nurse, my nurses were amazing. And, again, sad thing because of COVID. Like, I don't know what they look like because they had they were so mass. So, like, it breaks my heart because I'm like, I, if I saw them down walking down the street, I would never know. I would truly not know. Honestly, if it makes you feel any better, mine were not masked up at all, and I still wouldn't. You don't remember. Because you're right. I'm, I'm in a – like, honestly, you could line up ten women, and I'd be like, I don't know which one is like, in there. Like, not a clue. <laughs> Don't know. I was on drugs at that yeah. point. I was just a little bit nervous. Like, I don't really know. Like, I don't know what it is. That's so true. <laughs> okay, oh well, this has been so much fun getting to catch up. It's so exciting. With all the postpartum things. You're killing it. I've I've, I've truly never thought you've been more beautiful. And I'm Thank so you. proud of you. And I love seeing you as mom. Quick side note, because this will make you laugh. Do you remember the night we came over here? All the girls before COVID and watched The Bachelor. Yes. It was on Pilot Pete. And I was in the kitchen with your mom the whole for like time. hours. Literally, the only thing we were talking about was how excited we were for you to be a mom. And I would like, I missed the entire episode of The Bachelor because your mom and I were like in tears. And I was like, I just can't wait for her to be a mom. <laughs> we were like going back and forth. And she was like, I can't wait either. It's going to be so fun. And it's just so like fun to see you in this season that now. That is so sweet. And and even like coming back, I couldn't, until you were a mom, I couldn't come in the room and be like, oh, don't worry. We were just like right. crying how excited we were but it's like now that we're here it's like just such a sweet it really moment. I'm so excited to walk the season with you and to like like think of everything I'm just like in this room I could cry right now just thinking mm-hmm. about like me coming in here after having a miscarriage and like you being pregnant with George and then having George and <sighs> then finding out I was pregnant like there's just like we've walked through so many yeah. seasons doing this podcast yes. and we've always sat in the same place and just God's done new things each time he and really now has. 50th episode and it's like we're both in totally new seasons of life. Yes. Even. Oh, totally. It, a completely different from a year ago. Completely different. And I just, I'm so humbled and reminded like what God can do in a year. And so yeah. guys, we are so thankful that you've been a part of our journey for yes. 50 episodes. We also are really pumped because we're only 3,000 listens away from 1,000 no, oh, sorry, 100. a thousand. That'd be so lame. Oh my gosh. You a thousand got, streams of all time. We get 20 views. 
it did 20 plays per, per episode. episode. It's a, you know what? But if that but was you know it. You the case? Great. You know Because if I, I didn't know, know, I'd probably be like, oh, I don't know. That's great. No. Yeah. Uh, but sorry, 100,000. 100,000 streams. And so we would love for you to share this episode, a different episode. Yes. With a friend. Your favorite. We want to celebrate getting to 100,000, hopefully, like, by next week. That's yes. our goal. We're super excited. So help us get to 100,000, and we're going to have... Uh, we're gonna just have exciting things this yes. season coming up. Plenty New people to come. talking about all the things that are going on in this Karen world of ours. Yes, for real. <laughs> and just talk about the little things and big things and all the in between things. Yes. So, guys, I'm Cami. I'm Amanda. We are basically basic, and we know you are too. Be blessed and be basic. <laughs>